Welcome to NinjaCast, a photography podcast powered by Studio Ninja, the world's highest rated business management app built specifically for photographers. Listen and learn as the most successful photographers on the planet share their knowledge to help you transform every element of your photography business. Here's your host, Sally Shaw. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of NinjaCast. Today I'm joined by the wonderful Lex Fleming. We're going to be covering all sorts of things today from talking about what is what is a brand, how a brand can work for your business, what the difference is between a business brand and also integrating a personal brand and how you can work with couples that make your heart sing. Let's get started. Hi Lex, how are you doing? I'm very well, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for carving out some time in your busy schedule to come and chat with me. Of course, it's a pleasure. Absolutely. So for our listeners that might not have heard of you Lex, can you give us a little bit of background, a bit of introduction to yourself, kind of who you are, what you what you do in the industry? Absolutely. So my name is Lex Fleming. I have been a wedding photographer for I believe around eight years now. Um, I would probably be classed as like I hate this word, but like alternative wedding photographer, um, based in London, but travel around the UK. Um, yeah. Wedding photographer. Amazing. And how did you get into wedding photography? What did you do before? So I've actually been a photographer since the age of 16. I used to photograph local bands, um, and was a music photographer for probably around six, seven years. Um, and then decided that it would be quite nice to sort of make money from the job. Uh, (laughs) So I left music photography when I was about 22 didn't really know what I wanted to do kept being asked by sort of friends of friends if I would shoot their wedding Um, and I was always really against it Um, to me weddings were always like really traditional very like cream and ivory and it just wasn't what I what I wanted to shoot Um, eventually shot a wedding and was like oh (laughs) actually quite fun uh, and yeah that's when I started my business and sort of launched myself into more non-traditional weddings. Amazing so today's topics are kind of centered around kind of branding building your brand for your business and um, marketing tints and tips that kind of thing so where's that kind of um, specialty come from for you? I think it was deciding to join the wedding industry and knowing that I didn't want to shoot these like traditional, um, I mean, I've used the word cream and ivory, but you know, those kind of the old school white weddings. Yeah. yeah like the, I call them chair cover weddings, which is so rude because I've shot so many weddings that have chair covers and they've been great. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that kind of traditional sense of what we, what we always knew as weddings. I knew I didn't want to shoot that. So then started looking at how I could reach more people that felt the same as me and that's really where my world of sort of branding and marketing opened up and knowing that the avenues that you know that blog posts may talk about how to market yourself as a wedding photographer weren't going to apply to how I was going to market myself yeah that's that's really where the education for me started on kind of building a really strong brand um, and talking to the, the people that I wanted to talk to yeah for sure I mean let's start at the basics for our listeners that are kind of you know I would imagine perhaps this might may apply more to our listeners that are perhaps just coming into the industry that are maybe just starting out in their journey but maybe also the experienced photographers that think I've never had a brand I've never done branding I'm just I'm me and my business and I'm I'm me with a camera yeah so let's start at the basics what's a brand 
To me, a brand is a character that is your business. If your business was a person or a movie or a band, what immediately comes to mind for your business? Um, the, the best example that I've ever used when working on this for myself, because I regularly check in with what my brand is, um, because it changes, it changes in eight years. Um, the best one I've always used is uh, if your brand was a party, what sort of party would your brand be? Um, so it's it's this character, it's this sort of alter ego that, isn't a human is is this sort of entity is the best way I can describe it I think I love that and what does what does a brand mean to you what should it mean to other photographers I think um the industry is so big it's it's ever expanding there was is also so many incredible suppliers like when I joined the industry you really didn't know how to be a wedding photographer. There is so much education out there now for, for young photographers, young suppliers, that you really can be top of your game within six months. So what is diff- what's going to be different about you to other people ultimately is your brand. Mm-hmm. Um, you could shoot the same wedding, you know, same wedding in the same venue in the same everything as someone else, but it's going to be your brands that, that, te- that, that, um, make you both different so building a strong brand and nine times out of ten just the nature of the industry it can also overlap into personal brands um a personal brand is I've used the word alter ego that's probably mm. how I view my personal brand um it's sort of how you how I decide to present myself on my social media and my website and and things like that so do you kind of have um we we spoke with James Jebson a few months ago on the podcast and he was talking about kind of his he has a really strong personal brand he posts mm-hmm. on his stories all day long like his clients are in his life like they see his kids what he's eating where he's going his wedding planning process with his fiance like he they're, they're fully immersed yeah and that's his personal brand and I think until he'd kind of literally laid it out on the table like that I was a bit like I mean, I don't use my stories very much anyway. I'm a bit shit like that. Mm. Um, but I thought, started to think to myself, like, that's a, such a strong marketing tool. Like, at the end of the day, you know, you're giving your, your client a, a product, yes. But they've chosen you because they're buying into you, not necessarily just what you create. 100%. And also, I think we also need to respect in this industry that, that weddings are so important to our couples. Mm-hmm. And they're essentially paying to have a stranger come to their wedding yeah so who do who do those couples want to come to their wedding that that is ultimately what we're trying to do here Mm. Um, and I you know just as you've described the minute stories came out on um on Instagram I was like that's what I want like I can post pretty pictures but who's behind this um and I I use my stories every single day. My dog Wednesday is in all of my stories. And I, I, I've got to a point where my couples at some point, some of my couples are like, can Wednesday come to our wedding? And I'm like, that would be lovely, but she would eat your wedding cake. So there's not a chance that could happen. Your dog is called Wednesday. (laughs) So, so going back to personal brand, like, you know, I I've used the word alter ego, but 
it's parts of my personality that I want to connect with other people on. So I, you know, it's very aptly timed this time of year, but Halloween is a huge thing for me mm-hmm. all year round. <laughs> so, <laughs> hence why my dog is called Wednesday. So I connect with people that feel the same as that. And, um, you know, there's, I, I love going out and exploring cities and traveling. And so these are parts of my personality that, I connect with my couples on. So when we're not taking pictures, we're talking about the latest Marvel movie or, you know, whatever it is. And I want to know that when I go to my couples' weddings, they feel like friends. And I want that feeling for my couples as well. I want my couples to not even consider me as a photographer when I'm at their wedding. I'm just another guest that's doing a great job at recording the day. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, that's that's where my personal brand, I think, plays a huge part in my business brand. So kind of creating the stories and I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent here, which was always bound to happen. Yeah. Um, a bit of a guilty pleasure of mine, but um, cogs start firing and I'm like, but questions, questions. Okay, okay. Um, so stories then. So for somebody who doesn't, you know, hands up, don't really use them that often. Um, I started using them recently when we've been like in the depths of wedding season to update couples on where I'm up to with like the editing backlog. Sure. And that's literally what I've used my stories for. Yeah. Um, so daily you're posting yourself on your stories as well as your dog because like I'd be sat there like "Mm, my hair's in a messy bun I've got no makeup on (laughs) absolutely not so on the days where I've bothered to put makeup on and you know look presentable I'll do some stories of my face I'll you know talk about the dog I'll talk about going for a walk or what I'm doing on the days where I am just in an editing hole and I am wearing pajamas and I haven't washed my hair that that week um I a really valuable tool that I think a lot of small businesses miss out on is you can still be building your brand from things that you share from around that platform so the discovery on Instagram is curated to the things that you look at and you like and you know it's it's they've handed you almost like a Pinterest of stuff that your brand is so I will just spend five minutes every you know top of the morning and uh, middle of the afternoon things like that of just sharing other things from around the platform so at the minute I'm sharing loads of Halloween stuff loads of ghost stuff um and and it just keeps you present. You know, I just think it's important that we always have something in our stories. It's the first thing I do when I go to Instagram accounts. For me, the feed is the shop front mm-hmm. and your stories is the behind the scenes. Yeah. That's how I view the two, definitely on Instagram anyway. Love that. So going back to branding then, mm-hmm. we've talked about what a brand is, what it should mean to, to photographers in general um, or businesses in general even where do you start? How do you build a brand? Yeah, I think um, it can be really overwhelming when you start thinking about this because you think that you're just, well, I I shoot weddings, I'll shoot any weddings. I think the most basic way that wedding photographers anyway, or, you know, um, branding photographers or family photographers, it's looking at what you want to shoot. What is it that you want to be photographing and creating? And and you'll soon start seeing a pattern with that. You know, for me, it was, um, this is going back years, but smoke bombs had just started coming out and was like starting to be used. And I was like, that, that's what I want. I um, think. <laughs> yeah, it, 
I took it to like a whole different level. I was like, well, if we can use smoke bombs, why can't we use fireworks? And I got these like little fountain fireworks. Oh, wow. Like little mini ones. Yeah. I'd stand them like either side on like a tarmac driveway. I'd have a couple, like a good few strides ahead of it. But to camera, it kind of looked like That's they were. Wow. And I had these big like fountain sparklers going up. But you get known for it, right? Like I used to have couples that come to me and say, I want the sparkle, I want the like the fireworks or I want the smoke bombs. Yeah. But it's kind of all phased out now, which I think I got to the point where I was done with it anyway. Yeah. I think it's um I've still got a couple around my website because done well, I th- I still I still just think they're so yeah. creative and so badass. Like if you've got the right sort of wedding. Um but yeah, I feel like we will clued up a little bit on like, oh, you can burn yourself and you can say things. And things. And, um, for me at the minute, it's confetti cannons. I'm obsessed with confetti cannons. Um, and I just think more is more. You just can't go wrong with confetti. You um, need to see your face, just see all yeah, the yeah. I just, just the, uh, just a, a A4 size of uh, confetti is. <laughs> um, so uh, going back to how to build a brand, I think also like, making yourself a little workbook there are workbooks that you can buy there are you know books on story brand and things like this but really kind of go back to basics like what weddings do you want to be shooting start building a client avatar start deciding what of your personality and your life you want to kind of put out there as well so asking yourself all these questions making diagrams writing down words you'll suddenly start seeing things repeat itself and once you see those words repeat they're they're what you're building a brand around so for me it was always color it was non-traditional it was city you know like um inner city weddings um that that's really where I've started it's quite funny because I am going through a journey right now so this is why I really wanted to I'm glad that we're talking about this topic because I'm going through it at the minute I've moved out of London I'm deciding what what makes my heart sing again um and and I'm doing you know eight years in I'm doing all of this so I, I don't think you're ever too late to talk about this stuff as well yeah definitely how do you feel like a brand shapes how you then market your business do you do you so you've just moved out of London obviously that alone will change your marketing plan um yeah. Because, you know, photographers that are based in London, I think, have like their own little genre of marketing just for London, yeah. um, which doesn't necessarily work like up in the Peak District where I am, for, for example. Yeah. So how how do you feel like your marketing will change as a result? I I mean, I think Mark, my marketing has changed over the years because of technology because of digital marketing and the way social media works now like when I first started it it kind of goes back to that that um the thing I said about I knew that traditional marketing for a business in the wedding industry was not going to work for me so wedding fairs for me straight away was a clear indicator that you know those traditional wedding fairs that sort of big exhibition centers in London weren't going to work for me. Um, And so finding alternative wedding venues was great. Like discovering the unwedding show was incredible for my business and support the unwedding wholeheartedly. Um, So there's like different avenues that I took. I think uh, how it will change now, how brand and marketing link in my head is once you know what it is that you want, that you want to attract you need to start putting yourself into spaces where 
your clients are. So if I know that I want clients that are as into Marvel as I am, well, I could go to Comic-Con or I could go to, you know, something like that and target a Google ad or a Facebook ad for that area. (laughs) And suddenly I'm getting in front of those types of people. So it's, it's, they're linked so strongly. And once you have your brand and you have your client avatar, I genuinely think that your marketing plan becomes almost easy. You're almost like, why didn't I think of this before? Um, You know, for a photographer that maybe is Manchester based, let's just pick a random city. You know that your client goes to certain bars in Manchester Right. So approach those bars, offer to do a cheap rate of interior photographer photography for them. I'll do this if you give me 50 pound credit behind the bar. That bar then shares your images. Well, you've just put yourself right bang in front of everyone that follows that bar. Mm-hmm. Great. So it's these little methods that are, I think, ingenious. Mm-hmm. But once it starts clicking, they'll just come to you and, and it yeah, it, it becomes very easy, I think. I love that. What are your top tips for marketing a photography business in general? Ooh, it's <laughs> a difficult one, that one, because marketing's so vast, right? Like there's so many little avenues and paths. I think when you're new, I'm very aware that like budgets are very slim. So I feel like my top tips are look at free marketing tools, like look at ways that you can barter services. You know, I I still very much barter services. Um, And, you know, like the bar example I've just given, like, is there a way that you two businesses can kind of help each other out? Mm -hmm. And also like Instagram is free. It's 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 so easy to create a brand, I think, on social media nowadays. Mm -hmm. When you look at how businesses would have, would have had to market themselves in the 80s, you're talking yellow pages and ads in magazines. Like we have this incredible resource in front of us that our generation use every single day. So where are they hanging out on the Internet? That's ultimately the question we have to ask ourselves. Where are our clients hanging out? And you need to put yourself in those those spaces. Um, so draw a map. That's my, that's what I always tend to do when I'm like, you know, refiguring out my marketing plan for the year. I look at where my, my bookings have come from. If there is a common pattern, then I double down on those areas. So Instagram is a huge, you know, resource for me. I think because I am all over stories, um, and kind of try and storytell in my posts. Um, so yeah, I think social media is, a very undertapped tool like TikTok at the minute is huge Mm. I can't I can't fathom it (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know what I'm doing but um yeah like reels and TikToks are kind of the new new thing I think yeah we're kind of in that digital age now aren't we like your your marketing's kind of being pushed down a a particular way Um, and I guess if you don't go with it then and you you know you don't adapt your marketing to to progress with the times then you're kind of left behind a little bit aren't you yeah yeah I think also digital marketing is such an um it's so ingenious at how how it's that's progressed like when you look at ads 10 years ago they were infomercials they were kind of this scripted thing 
Mm-hmm. If you look at ads now, they're so subtle, you're not even aware they're adverts. Yeah. You've got influencers using products. You've got, you know, I, I do find that fascinating. So that kind of testimonial marketing tactic is being used in a very different way. And and I think businesses need to tap into that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um I'm still trying to figure out how, <laughs> especially in the wedding industry where, you know, you don't you don't have repeat custom in this industry. You have a client that goes on a journey with you for 12 to 18 months and then you start again with a, with a new couple. So I'm still figuring that out. Yeah, definitely. For sure. So, I mean, if you could start your career all over again, Lex, is there anything that you would change, anything you do differently considering all the knowledge you've got now? Do you know what? I genuinely would do it exactly the same. So how I, going all the way back to the beginning, I um, did my client avatar. I've mentioned smoke bombs and I used the very small amount of money I had to create a styled shoot. I think um, styled shoots are invaluable to new businesses. And I think also aligning yourself with the ethos and the ethics of your business early on is really important. Yeah. Um, so I did this smoke bomb styled shoe in the woods with a tattooed um, couple. And I think I must have booked about seven or eight weddings from that. Wow, really? Yeah, like so quickly. I think because it was so different to what was being done at that point. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, booked so many weddings from that. And then it just snowballed. So I think I would do the same thing. I think I would work out what my brand was, what I wanted to sort of, the story I wanted to tell Mm. and then organise the ultimate style shoot. I would just pull in favours. I used a lot of my own money for that. I I think ASOS was heavily involved in that shoot. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I would probably not change that that much, I think. I love that. That's perfect. And if you could add a final piece of advice, something that made a massive difference to your personal life, your business life, kind of the golden nugget of today's episode, if you like, what would that be? I think um, we've talked about sharing our personalities. I actually feel like any advice I would give anyone right now is decide what part, what parts of your life you want to share. Mm. So if you're not comfortable sharing your children or your relationship or your you know there's parts of your life that you feel that you don't want to share you shouldn't have to this is still business um but I think having a clear idea of the parts of your personality and your life that you do want to share and capitalize on that so um it's okay to not want to share everything mm-hmm. I think that's something I'm learning and and that's probably what I would change yeah. Um, you know going through sort of my journey of my brand Um, and and it's so easy to be daunted by this word brand but actually if you break it down and you just start asking basic questions like the party one you know if your brand was hosting an event what would that event be what food would be served what's the entertainment how would your brand if it was a host greet its guests I think that's also a really strong part of being a brand it's not just a logo it's not just a color palette it's how you communicate to your couples how I communicate to my couples is very different to how a traditional wedding photographer would you know I use really informal language I 
even my emails when they like book in are relaxed and informal. So those are words that I associate with my brand. And that's how I want my couples to almost view my brand as well, like view my business. So yeah, I think um, don't be afraid to kind of start with the basics and build from there. I love that. Perfect. If our listeners would like to find out more, pick your brains, slide into your DMs and kind of be like, Lex, what the hell is all this about? How can you do that? <laughs> they can absolutely follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is Lex Fleming Photo. Um, you can slide into my DMs and ask me anything. I'm I am an open book with things like this. Um, you can also check out my website, which is flemingphoto.co.uk. Um, and yeah find me around the internet Amazing. I love that thank you so much for coming and joining us and carving out that bit of time to talk oh, to us well, you're an absolute star I'll catch you soon yes definitely thank you so much thanks Lex bye Okay, guys, that's everything from me today. How much of an absolute legend was Lex? I really enjoyed that episode. There was so much great content there for you guys and personal branding and Instagram stories, definitely the way forward. If you'd like to see the show notes, you can head to www.studioninja.co forward slash episode 77. As always, please don't forget to rate us on the podcast platform that you're listening on. A little bit of love goes a very long way. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of NinjaCast, brought to you by Studio Ninja. Beautifully designed and super easy to use, Studio Ninja will help you manage your leads, clients, shoots, invoices, contracts, workflows, and so much more. To learn more or start your 30-day free trial, go to www.studioninja.co.